All right, what is up and welcome back to the Build A Better You podcast. I'm your host, Austin Chan. And in this week's episode, we are going to go over the number one thing you need to succeed in your finish journey. Now, I'm not going to give it out right away, but I do want to just do a quick recap of this weekend. So I just got back from Dallas a couple of days ago, actually Monday night at like 1 a.m. Actually, I mean, technically it's like Tuesday morning at that point. But yeah, basically it's such a crazy freaking story i thought it was just gonna be a normal travel plan and everything was went as scheduled but man this past week actually yeah this past week was freaking crazy so a quick recap of basically what happened so um here in portland oregon it was like like literally dumping snow i think like wednesday yeah starting on wednesday so wednesday we were predicted to get like a ton of snow but like the the morning i went out to train my clients i had most of my uh, client sessions in the morning went out to meet my clients i was like okay pretty clear i'm hoping it doesn't snow you know fingers crossed you never know what the weather kind of thing and then later in the afternoon i think around noon or even somewhere between like noon and 3 p.m it just started dumping snow outside and it was it was freaking crazy like it was probably coming down like an inch an hour um but yeah my car was covered everything was covered and it was just like pouring snow outside and like i was like oh shit i don't know i'm hoping my flight doesn't get canceled you know deep down i had this feeling that my flight was going to get canceled but i still stayed a little bit hopeful hoping that my flight wouldn't get canceled or anything or or you know delayed at the worst um so basically yeah went went through wednesday as normal just basically stayed inside the rest of the day like luckily all my client sessions in uh i didn't have any client sessions later um in the afternoon actually just kidding i had one but then the gyms ended up being closed so i couldn't meet her and so we had to basically reschedule and cancel that session um so yeah that was basically that for wednesday and then going to wednesday night i'm like the the snow finally stopped later on in the day but the weather forecast for the next couple of days was it was supposed to drop down to like something like 20 degrees so i was like okay the snow probably isn't melting and things were just not looking good for my flight but you know i still stayed hopeful i was hoping i just kept refreshing the american airlines app and like things kept saying it was on time it was on time and they didn't change anything so i thought we were good to go um so wake up th- woke up thursday morning i actually like got a shitty night of sleep that night because i was just like full of anxiety like hoping that my flight wouldn't get canceled or, or delayed by the time i woke up i actually got up at like 4 a.m i usually get up at like 5 something but I got up at 4 a.m. just because I couldn't sleep in and I couldn't get myself to sleep through the anxiety. So I got up, basically just prepared like breakfast and like did some last minute packing just to make sure I had everything. And um, time just kept passing by super slowly. I decided to get a little bit of work done just to try and pass the time. And then, yeah, things were not looking good. It was super sunny that day, but it was still like covered in in snow like everything was iced over because it was like 20 degrees um i actually like scheduled an uber out like two or three hours before just to ensure that like i would get picked up or something like that and like ubers uber rates were freaking crazy i mean it's usually it usually costs like 20 30 bucks to uber from my place to the airport but today it was like 50 i even refreshed it one time it said 100 but like luckily i scheduled it when it said 50 dollars um, and I was like, okay, you know, I'll, whatever, I'll just spend the extra money because I don't want to like take my car out in, in this, in this like crappy weather. So, uh, 
I had that Uber scheduled for 9.30. I figured I'd like get there, like I get there three hours out before the flight just so I have the all, all this extra time because I knew that traffic was going to be an absolute shit show. Like if there's anything you should know that when it snows here, like people just forget how to drive and like crash all over the place. It was, it was just insane. Like if you were to go out on the streets, like you would see a bunch of cars just on the side of the road, whether they're abandoned or whether just people are just out of their cars because they crashed and like even then emergency response can't even help these people because everything's just iced over and slick and snow all over the place um so yeah it's an absolute shit show to say the least i won't get into even more of the details that's basically all you need to know about what happens when it snows here but basically 9 30 kind of rolled around my flight was at noon and the uber just never came and in fact the driver that originally picked up the ride like he just like canceled it i guess so i was just left without a ride so 9 30 rolled around i decided to wait an extra 5 10 15 minutes and no one responded back so i decided okay i was like okay i guess i need to make the trek out myself so started on my car defrosted it for about like 20 30 minutes and then when everything was defrosted enough when i could actually see out the windshield i just started start my drive down to uh, PDX which is the Portland airport and took one of the the uh, the closest highways there and it was back the fuck up let me tell you like I got there and we were stuck in traffic like standstill traffic we did not move for probably 30 to 45 minutes and then all of a sudden I guess they were able to clear the roadways out we started like making some progress and we actually started going down the highway um, it was actually super clear um, there were that there wasn't like a ton of traffic i guess it was just a bunch of cars crash and so i guess they were trying to address that and move people out of the way so that um, oncoming traffic can like just flow through smoothly and then when i was about halfway down the freeway um to the airport got this notification ding and it said that your flight has been canceled and that was literally an hour and a half before my departure time so i was actually kind of pissed that they didn't give me like more of a warning and that like I was stuck in traffic for a legit like an hour, hour and a half at that point. Um, so I, I was super pissed. And then of course, like you go into, I, I live in Vancouver, Washington, but like I but Portland, Oregon is just more familiar to a lot of people, but I technically live in Vancouver, Washington, which is just over the border from Oregon into Washington. So driving into Portland, it was just like I said, it was just an absolute shit show just trying to navigate these icy streets and there were people stuck. So we had to in like those small roads, we had to turn around because people were getting stuck and they were just blocking the road and I wasn't just going to sit there and like they these people clearly weren't getting the help they needed. So it was just a bunch of turning around, navigating the roads, trying to find my way around Portland and um, I finally made my way down to the other highway because the highway that I took, it was actually closed going in the opposite direction. So I had to find my way to the other highway, that, which is uh, I, the I-5 Interstate 5, um, which is a huge, uh, one of the interstate highways on the West Coast. But basically, I didn't have to navigate and that took another like 30, 45, actually it took about an hour to get to that freeway. And then I started making my way back up, up to Vancouver and i you know i thought like all hope was lost i got my flight canceled and like while i was actually going through portland that hour i decided to call american airlines because they said your flight has been canceled um call to reschedule and so initially the lady said the soonest flight we can get you on is saturday at 5 a.m so i was like okay but i really have no choice um so i booked that and just knowing that like okay i have an extra couple days here i was kind of disappointed because i'd had this trip planned months in advance had the airbnb 
Airbnb booked, had my flight booked months in advance, and I was just super looking forward to going to Dallas, Texas for this conference. And to miss, then to have to miss two days of it, that was just like, I was just like super disappointed. Um, but you know, I had no choice, so I booked that flight, made my way back up to Vancouver, and I actually stopped off at Walmart on the way home because you know I I like to time things that like so I didn't have any bunch of a bunch of like leftover groceries and food left in my fridge for four or five days, so. Um, I had to go to up to Walmart figured I pick up like a couple days worth of food so that I have that to like hold me over until my flight and so I stopped off at Walmart I decided to message the group that I was gonna be staying in the Airbnb with I was like hey guys I don't think I'm gonna be able to make it I had no choice but they said the soonest flight I have is on Saturday and then one of my friends who was actually flying out of uh, Bend Oregon he actually was like dude why don't you just go up to SeaTac because his connecting flight was actually going up to SeaTac or Seattle Tacoma that airport and then it was flying down to Dallas and so I was like you know that's actually a really freaking good idea and so light bulb went off on my head I called American Airlines again I was like hey can you can you rebook my flight to Seattle and like what's the soonest flight that you have and then the good news was like okay we have a flight going from uh leaving at 345 and and that and at that point it was about noonish um so yeah they were like yeah, we have a flight that's leaving at either 2.30, 3.45, or like 11 p.m. And I was like, okay, two. it's about two and a half hours for me to drive up there. So I was like, okay, two is definitely not going to work. I'm going to miss that flight. Three works. Let's see if they have. Then the only other later one that they have was at 11 p.m. I was like, okay, I'm not going to go take an overnight flight. Um, so 3.45 it was. I said 3.45. Okay, and then they're like, okay, return flight's gonna be the same and everything, and like, I, I did, I like at that point, like my brain was just running so fast, I didn't think of much. I was just like, okay, three forty-five, I gotta get the SeaTac by three forty-five. So I called them, okay, rebook my departing flight. I'm gonna just like speed my way up there. So I immediately ran back out to my car and then started the drive up north um, to SeaTac, and then while I was like, I want to say like thirty minutes down down the drive, thirty minutes like. In, into the drive, I realized, I was like, oh shit, I'm going to park my car at SeaTac, but my returning flight flies back to Portland, so I, I can't just leave my car here, like, that, and that's, that'd be freaking stupid, so I have to call American Airlines again, and I was like, okay, I'm really hoping that they don't charge me for this, because I've rescheduled, like, three times now, so I call them again, I'm like, hey, I'm so sorry for calling again and again, but um, are you able to change my returning flight back to SeaTac, and so... Uh, the guy was able to work it out and like the the only flight the, or the earliest flight they had was like at I think like 7 something p.m. in uh, central Dallas time and then that would convert back to so we are two hours earlier here but then the flight would get back at like 9 30 um, so it'd be pretty late and then of course I have to drive two and a half hours back down to, to Portland ish where, where I am and so I was like okay well if that's the only earliest flight I have I'm gonna take it like I have no choice here so rebooked everything, sped my way up to I-5, and then made my flight within 10 minutes of the boarding time, and like I was on my way to Dallas, and I could not believe it. It was such a surreal experience when I actually flew into Dallas, and I met up with with um, with the peeps that I was going to be hanging out with, and so it was a very surreal experience to be like, wow, that all of that happened in the span of like less than 12 hours, and it just felt like my brain was like running all over the place, and like I was like, holy shit. I actually made this work. And then, of course, you know, I got back, had to make my drive um, two and a half hours down, and I got home at like 1 a.m. on uh, uh, Tuesday, like two, technically Tuesday morning, but like it was Monday night, Tuesday morning. Um, so, yeah, it was a crazy weekend. Had a very good time in Dallas. 
Um, ate a lot of good barbecue, obviously. Had Whataburger for the first time. That was pretty solid. It's actually on the top of my list now for all like the burger joints. Um, so yeah, if you... If you disagree and you think it's something else, then I that that's my opinion. Basically, I think Whataburger is the best best um, burger joint right now, and it was also like pretty cheap. Like it was like ten bucks for like like a meal for like my drink, burger, and fries. Um, so yeah, it, I I think it's just a pretty solid all around burger. Like obviously not the best burger I've had, but it's a pretty damn solid one for like fast food esque um, food. Uh, but yeah, had a ton of brisket, had a ton of ribs as well. Um, so yeah, it was overall a very, very good weekend and also just getting connected with um, other coaches and just learning a lot from people who have been in the industry for over a decade. So yeah, just improving my coaching skills, improving my business and also had a really good time just enjoying Dallas. I know my last day because my flight got pushed out to, to 7 p.m. I basically had the entire day in Dallas. So I was just hanging out in Dallas for that last day there. Uh, drove around and walked around downtown Dallas and yeah it's a pretty cool city I could not see myself living there but it was pretty cool to have experienced it because I honestly would not have like if I were to choose like a leisure travel I would not have chosen Dallas Texas of all places um, so yeah it was a pretty good experience I can check that one off my list basically and yeah that was pretty much my weekend but other than that um, thanks for listening to this recap of my life um, and yeah we'll just dive into the episode so the number one thing you need to succeed is, um, and this actually kind of relates back to what has happened this weekend, in that I think the most underrated thing that relates to people's success is surrounding yourself with like-minded people. And basically surrounding yourself with not only like-minded people, but also people who are supportive of your goals and want you to be your best self, and basically just bring the best out of you and want you to not like leave this, or not enable you to just be the shittier version of yourself. And that is something I definitely got this weekend. Like it was legit. Like a lot of the presenters are like who have been in the industry for over a decade and like all of them, like that, that shows that like these people have stood the test of time and have like in a way been able to sort through all of the industry bullshit and have like made a successful career out of like for themselves and or even have made it so far that they can now have the authority and credibility to you know mentor like up and coming like the next generation that kind of stuff so i think it's just and and also like the the crew that i hung out with was absolutely phenomenal like we all got along we all had very similar personalities and like we all meshed very well we all had similar like humor um so it was just it was just freaking incredible like almost like a one one of a kind experience in a sense that like like we just all happened to like meet through social media and met online and then we were able to just like really like kick and have a good time like i can't really say like that happens very often for a lot of people. Like a lot of people actually meet a lot of people they met from online and then they meet them in person. They're like, whoa, this person is not the person I thought they'd be. Um, so that was super cool. And of course, like I said, we hung out a lot and like there, there was a lot of education and learning going on, obviously, but also a lot of downtime, a lot of fun. And these people can just like, just yeah, be serious. They're, I know they're super good. They're like great freaking coaches as well. And the fact that we could just like relax and kick it as well, like that just that just like speaks to what kind of people they are. So I think more than anything, like surrounding yourself with the right type of people is just so highly underrated. And I know that I'm obviously I'm I have the opportunity to to surround myself with like minded people like this, and obviously like just like luck of the draw that I've had supportive people in my life. But I know that not everyone can say that, and certainly like for myself growing up, I didn't feel like I had like a very big support system so um 
just like finding sort of like my tribe and finding these people who like truly support me um like i i honestly would not trade it like for the world and like this weekend i would pay any amount of money to like relive relive that experience again um so yeah that was pretty freaking awesome and um and i kind of how i like to like talk about this is like kind of bring it back into fitness a bit like if you have people in your life that aren't necessarily supportive of your goals um then like i'm i'm sorry and like you but you need to like go out and search for these people and like and i know that not everyone is able to do this but i do like strongly recommend that you need to find people in your life who are supportive of your goals supportive of your ambitions and supportive of like you in general because that's going to push you so much farther than you think you can and like whether or and like whether that means paying money to someone or whether that means just like you know finding people that like you can relate with um but yeah like i honestly would not have met these people if i had not had joined like uh this like fitness business mentorship that i've been in um and like honestly like just like building that community itself like i've been in it for a couple of years now and like at this point like i feel like i've gotten basically everything i've want i've wanted to get out of it but more so i'm just staying in now for like the community aspect and just like like meeting all of these like cool ass coaches who like one know their shit or secondly are also super personable and super um welcoming and friendly so um i highly encourage you to find some kind of support system like that and this is like honestly i can truly speak to this that like some of my clients they don't have any support system outside of myself so and like just having me there like it's helped them it helps them just so so much with being able to stay consistent with being able to like show up to their training and like balance their nutrition i know like at the end of the day like that's like what we think it's about but it's more so just having that mental like mindset of just being supported knowing that someone's there for you knowing someone is there for you to answer your questions to help you through like all of the down and shitty times in your life and really just there to like hold your hand and like know that's and basically i'm repeating myself at this point but basically knowing that someone is there to support you every step of the way and like like not shaming you or not like um what's the word i'm looking for not um putting you down for like making mistakes but someone who is like who is able to help keep you accountable but also is able to like em empathize and know that like hey life is hard you might not be able to always get things dialed in you might not always feel like super motivated and feel like you have the support that you need to succeed or not 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 that last part but not feel like you you're like alone in this journey and you have to sort of like dig through this like motivation and you always have to find the drive within yourself like to succeed and especially when you have people around you that aren't necessarily supportive of your goals and at that point they might even put you down they're like oh why are you doing this you're so ridiculous tracking your food and you're so ridiculous going to your workouts like you're just wasting a bunch of time like i don't even see any changes like just like those type type of toxic people like more often than not they just literally do that because they want to project their insecurities and they want to project their lack of drive and their lack of progress onto yourself and seeing you someone who's chaining and trying to sort of dig themselves out of this ditch and out of this hole um like that part like probably stirs up something uncomfortable within that person and so the only way for them to bring you bring you to their level or keep them 
or keep you in their comfort zone is to bring you down back where you where you originally were. And you yourself, you're working your ass off. You're trying to dig yourself out of this hole. Like they see that as, oh, this person's going to leave me. And it's it's as the saying goes, you know, misery loves company. So I think that there is such a huge truth to this. Um, so yeah, if there's anything like I can say, it's just like find yourself like a community of like-minded people and like whether that means like hiring a coach and like no this is not me just trying to pitch my services but that can be obviously be one avenue that you can have that support system and accountability system for yourself but that could be hiring a coach or you know like I know this is tough for a lot of people but talking to people at the gym and having an accountability buddy you know you show up at the gym you see this other person there you know um or having a workout partner and being like okay we're gonna show up these days and we're gonna get our ass to the gym and we're gonna have a good fucking workout um or even like taking i, I know i sometimes shit on group fitness classes but i do think that that's the one thing that they have going for them is that you know every week or yeah every week either uh, once a week or multiple times a week, you're meeting with these people and you know, and you get to know these people and you form a relationship and you sort of form a community. And every week or a few times a week, you start meeting these people and like, you know that, okay, if I don't go to work out, if I don't do this and if I, if I don't do that, I know that so-and-so is going to be waiting on me or they're going to be asking where I was. Um, so that, that helps a lot. And of course, like joining online communities as well, like just finding, and like I said, these people I would have never known if it hadn't been for the internet and, and if it hadn't been for social media. So meeting these people like on social media and then getting to meet them in person was like absolute, an absolute incredible experience. I knew that we got along like online through socials, but to meet these people and get along with them just the same and like as if we were like reconnecting like as old friends, um, that was fucking incredible. And like, like I said, these people now push me to be, to be better. I know that just seeing these people like helps like me helps keep me motivated and like like I said helps like helps me want to like become like a better coach and a better person. Seeing these people just inspire me with what they do and just like also being able to talk to these people and bounce ideas off of them and just like it being and also like the not so serious side like just being able to bullshit with these people uh, back and forth and have some kind of humor element and component to it um so that's awesome but yeah this is that about kind of like wraps it up this is just like a quick spiel or not really quick it's like 20 something minutes but um this is just a rant of sorts to you know and just, it, I know it's like not your kind of your, your typical fitness and nutrition, but I do think that this helps a lot of people succeed. And this is the reason why a lot of people either succeed or fail. Just having that accountability and support system with surrounding yourself with like-minded people and people who want the best out of you. Um, it's, it's literally a life-changing thing. And honestly, I highly encourage you to do something like this or I actually require you it's I think it's a requirement if you truly want to succeed like you could be an outlier and like have like and be able to get by on your own but I think that more often than not if you want to truly succeed at like an ultimate level just surrounding yourself with like-minded people that is absolutely going to change that and that is absolutely I believe that is 100% the sort of deal breaker in between like success and failure um like just having people like I think even some of the best people in the world who like quote unquote have like been self been like self-made like they still had some sort of support system they still had like a group of people just like standing behind them or someone at least one other person in their life to uh, to bounce ideas off of or to like knowing that someone was there for them or they had some sort of motivation like oh I want to do this because of so and so so 
yeah, that's pretty much it. Go out there, find your people, find your community, find, find, yeah, I'm repeating myself at this point, but find your people that like want the best out of you and support you every step of the way. But that's about it. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this recap of this past weekend. It was certainly a crazy freaking story and I'm glad I was able to make it on time and I'm glad I was able to make it back safely and like, yeah, it was just surreal that this happened within like the past week. Um, still kind of like processing like everything that's happened. But yeah, that is about it. I hope that this podcast, this podcast, I really had no structure. So I apologize for that. But I really hope that you were able to take take away at least one thing away from this podcast and be able to apply it to your fitness nutrition and also to life. I think that not only fitness and nutrition, but having an accountability and support system throughout life, that's going to help you like be able to endure and go through any sort of endeavor or any sort of obstacle or challenge through in your life. So yeah, that is pretty much pretty much that. So yeah, again, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify podcast if you listen on either of those platforms. Um, that's about it. If you want to inquire about one-on-one coaching, go ahead and shoot me an email or shoot me a DM on, on Instagram. But yeah, that's about it. Thanks again for tuning in and thanks again for listening to me rant for almost half an hour. I appreciate the fuck out of you. I appreciate you being the support system for me, for me to keep posting um, content and for me to keep going and helping people out. But yeah, that is about it. Uh, Catch you in the next episode. Peace out.